I'm the big dog. <laughs> you know, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Here we are, episode 164. Five beautiful weeks to go. Giggity. Or whatever, whatever the hell we come up with. Something dick joke related, I'd imagine. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be something there. Oh, yeah. Um, it's myself, Steve, with Fitz and Nikki, but unfortunately, Gordo isn't here. Ripsky. Ripsky. He was at a wedding, I believe, last night. Yep, he's got the Rona now. Uh, did you hear what happened around the back of the hotel? No, oh, he, he didn't do it again, did he? Gordo, he found himself a, a woodland creature, and oh. uh, we we have obtained some audio. <laughs> so if you've seen South Park this week, you'll get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> what type of woodland creature do we know? Oh, I don't know. Probably a squirrel. I don't know. Something Badger. what would Gordo like? Hedgehog. Mm. Definitely wants the prickly hedgehog. <laughs> He likes danger. So it is his middle name. <laughs> oh man. Boys, how's things? How are we? Oh, it's been a week. Yeah. Yeah, it sure has. I think we should start it off properly then. A libation, puff of all. It's harder to do it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week, so <laughs> couple of launch skis. Oh indeed. The same fucking day, but anyway. <sighs> Tis the season. Tis. Just, hopefully that's the worst of it. I'm hoping. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the old um, 10th of November looks like. True. Yeah, that could be bad. Yeah, ah, well, fuck it. <laughs> like, what could possibly go wrong? It's on a whole <laughs> new platform. And then on another one the next week, probably. <laughs> anyway. Did you see the stuff about the X loading games in three and a half seconds and all sorts of nonsense like this? Wow. Yeah, it was mm. something. Um, what Red Dead Redemption loads in thirty seconds or something ridiculous. Uh, Deliverance posted it up there earlier, but there was something about moving a game. I think it was Mafia uh, Definitive Edition or something, moving it off the storage onto the drive, and uh, or onto the external or whatever. It was thirty six gigabytes, and it took a minute and thirteen seconds or something. Yowie, wowie! This SSD thing that I don't understand sounds just fantastic. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Yes, so anyway, Fitz, do you have any stories, any tales? None that I can tell on air. Shit. Nick? You know. No, nothing on air. Great. <laughs> How about you, Steve? Oh, same problem. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn NDAs. <laughs> yeah, we, we, need to, <laughs> we need to set up like a show under aliases. I'll um, be Gordo. Nick, you can be Fitz. And nobody will be able to tell the difference. It's going to be fine. Seamless. <laughs> yeah um yeah god see that's where a patreon would come in handy as long as we don't make the show available for download we'd be grand but yeah south park this week good lord south park is back the pandemic special and it's amazing me oh fitz what did you think of it uh, I, I can't believe that they got away with do, doing stuff that they did 
Uh, I, I, I can't believe that television's aired it. So do you remember a few years ago they did a documentary on how South Park is made like in two days and all sorts of madness like this? Mm, mm. And do you remember the lady who had to ring the networks and explain the stuff that <laughs> they, even they thought was a bit tough to get through? <laughs> Imagine her week this week. Oh, Jesus Christ. So we get, what did they make it in? Six days, Antox says. Jesus, over Zoom as well, which is even crazier. Um, but Nick, we talk about the worst part of it. Or the, the most shocking uh, commentary, we'll say, from it this week is the one that made all the headlines, I guess. I suppose we'll go there. The, what, uh, what was, the, what was the, the most controversial aspect yeah. of it? I didn't see any kind of reporting on it. Oh, there was a fair bit. Um, it didn't get a whole lot of traction because it's South Park. And if you're offended by South Park, you shouldn't be watching South Park. It's as simple as that. Equal opportunity offenders. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the school is closed and they decide they're going to reopen the school. And the teachers won't come back because they're afraid of contracting coronavirus. So instead, they found another group of people who are out of work due to recent events, which were a pile of white cops. And uh, so the, well, Cartman and uh, Kyle start fighting in the classroom for whatever reason. Cartman was trying to cough on him to give him coronavirus, you know, standard. And uh, the cops, it's, it's the weirdest thing if you watch it back, the cops get down on one knee and start firing, but they look around before they do it. That's the touch of it. And they all fire shots at Token. And they shoot Token, the only black kid in the school. Oh, what did they say after? He's like, got him. Got him. Or got, yeah, I think he actually said got it. All right. So it's even worse. So, yeah, that happened. (laughs) I don't really really know where to go with that one, but. Go to fucking a bat. Oh, yeah, Gordon Fox bats. We know this now. We have the audio. <laughs> Legit audio. From I am so disturbed by that. <laughs> that mental picture right there. Uh. <laughs> but this is Randy Marsh's finest hour. And it's, uh, then again, uh, he might have an even finer hour next week. But like, it's the storyline revolved around... This coronavirus, obviously, uh, Randy's making his pandemic special on Tegarty Farms. And there's a flashback. You know, there, there was a newscast or something was like, we figured out that it was because of a bat in Wuhan or something like that. And Randy has a flashback to him and Mickey Mouse on the piss in China from last season. And <laughs> Mickey Mouse is like, oh, look at that. Look at her over there. She's so hot. I was like, dude, that's a bat. He's like, yeah, it's a mouse with wings. And then <laughs> they cut to the laneway. And Mickey Mouse is plowing a bat. And uh, he's like, Randy, you should give it a shot. And then, <laughs> and then Randy gives it a shot. <laughs> I nearly lost my life laughing. I was crying laughing when that happened. Because it happened so quickly. It was only there for, what, four seconds. I had to pause it. I, was, I couldn't stop. I was in tears laughing. And then he fucked a pangolin. That was the second one. That's, that's the one that actually started the coronavirus. Yeah. But what's yeah. a pangolin? That was an armadillo, apparently, as Stats Talks tells us. Um, he has never been known to be wrong before. It's true. It's true. Um, but Cartman was brilliant in it as well. Like the, he, does, he wants to, things to go back to normal, as in doing Zoom classes from home and him just holding an iPad up with his face so he could go and do whatever. <laughs> it's great. So Better good. times. 
Yeah. But how it started. I almost thought it was going to be a musical episode the way they started. They would be, wouldn't put it past them. It starts with Cartman singing a song. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I should have got that. Uh, but Cartman is loving uh, life and he, he gets to stay at home all day. Loves social distancing. He's got a big stick that keeps people six feet away. He's living life. So uh, it's great. But yeah, that was really good. Really, really good episode. We didn't spoil uh, much there, but. Uh, I suppose how the cure came about in mm. quotation brackets, how the cure fixed people and gave them all mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? Randy, they discovered that Randy's DNA was the cure or was the antidote or something. Yeah. They needed a, a Randy's DNA because the Randy's DNA mixed with the, um, the pangolins DNA and that's how formed the virus. So they needed the other DNA, which is Randy's DNA to obtain the antidote or antibodies. So Randy thought, hmm, if I'm the one who started all of this, well, then maybe if I get my DNA into other people, it might cure them. So his genius harebrained idea was to jizz all over his Tegrity weed and get people to smoke the weed filled jizz. Yeah, solid plan. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) <laughs> and then he is like fatigue from jacking off all the time. <laughs> Walking around. But Jimbo is in the hospital on a ventilator, uh, Stan's Uncle Jimbo. And he tries it out on him first because he was a confirmed case. <laughs> so he just goes in, he sneaks into the hospital. He starts rolling up a joint and he rolls over the corner, pants around his ankle, starts jacking off into the joint. Phenomenal stuff. This is television now at, at its peak. Quality TV. It. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. High, highbrow humor. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, Randy Marsh, wonder Gordo might cancel us for this, but he, has he already eclipsed Homer? Because Homer's been so bad for so long. And Randy Orton literally, Randy Orton, Randy <laughs> Marsh just got better and better. Yeah, I, I think there's an argument to be made for it. Could be. There you go. I definitely get more enjoyment out of Randy Marsh now than I do Homer now. Yeah. I stopped watching The Simpsons probably 10 years ago. Maybe more, actually. Some say the season 10 was the last season that they made. That is the theory. I think we threw on one random episode of the most recent season that's on Disney Plus just to see out of curiosity. And yeah, we didn't watch any more. No. I remember I saw one with Lady Gaga in it a few years ago, and that was like a new one out. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's, it's like if you woke up from a coma in the, from the Attitude Era, and then you saw Raw now or something. <laughs> I haven't seen Raw in two weeks, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. I watched Raw this week because I was off Tuesday, so I just stayed up and watched it. It was grand. Um, but the rest of the places in the week you're going to have to help me out with because <laughs> I haven't seen AEW or NXT and I could not sleep last night. So I saw most of SmackDown. So, yeah. Quick run through of Clash, I suppose. It was oh, better yeah. than expected. It was, yeah. Um, anything to talk about was um, Roman and Jey Uso. Yeah, that was Vane's level. Mm-hmm. I know Absolutely. some people didn't like it because it might have dragged on a little bit much, but they I liked it to. because it dragged on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you really got the... We, we all knew Roman was a heel for the last what, month or so, but like he wasn't kind of obvious heel. He wasn't, oh my God, you are an evil bastard, man. Now he is. Now he is. 
I love that the the Drew um, Orton match was good, a bit too long, but I think they were covering time for the two cancelled matches. Yeah. Uh, but the latter match was was match of the night, bell to bell for me in terms of actual wrestling. Madness! It's such, I loved every second of it. Such good storytelling in a match, like just the the handcuff stuff by Sami Sami Zayn was just perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're really pushing Sami Zayn now because uh, I don't know if he saw SmackDown last night or read about SmackDown. I watched it earlier. Yeah. Um, the thing with the turnbuckle. Hmm. They did an old school thing where the, the turnbuckle cover is taken off and that ended up being the finish. I was like, I love this. More of this, please. Um, Jeff Hardy's a madman. My favorite part of the night, though, apart from how great the Roman and J main event was, Jeff Hardy climbs to a ladder to do a swanton bomb that we saw at WrestleMania 17 or whatever. Michael Cole, what's, what's Jeff Hardy doing up there? What's he going to do? What do you think he's going to do? I wonder what Jeff's going to do from the top of a ladder. <laughs> this is unprecedented. After spending 20 minutes going, this is Jeff Hardy's match. This is his wheelhouse. Yeah, good old Michael Cole. Or whoever told him to say that. Oh, my. Oh, Gordo's here. Gordo's here. Gordo, you're back. Uh, The picture above that, uh, I don't know who posted it. Was it Antox posted it? Um, Not related to your death at all. Not related. We'll see what he says. Well, yeah. Um... John, just we'll move past Clash, I suppose. Just we Roman and Jay was class. Meltzer gave it four point two five apparently. So, yeah, am I here by myself? No, no. Oh no, Hazard, I couldn't hear anything there. Uh, Meltzer gave it four point two five, which I think is huge for him to give something that yeah. high a rating. Because it yeah. wasn't in the Tokyo Dome or yeah. in Lady's Place. <laughs> it's true, but it hits like. You know, that hits most of what he wants. The storyline, the work was quite good. You know, storyline was very good. Maybe it was a bit cheesy for him. Like, the you're my tribal chief thing with Paul, I could have done without. To be honest, that was yeah, everything. Hammered really it even, they hammered it down even more a bit on SmackDown. So, yeah, I think they need to ease up on that a bit. But yeah. Other than that, yeah, yeah. loved it. Loved it. Yeah, really good. Guess what, though? Well, they get to do it all over again because it's confirmed for Hell in a Cell. Yep. And the phrase they uh, used was... Was it the highest state? What was it? What was it about? Too big for just one night. No, something to do with once in a lifetime. Climb was, the, was, yeah, the, the biggest stakes that there's ever been in a WWE yeah. match. I think is what Roman what? said. Yeah. But they haven't what? said what they are yet. But Corey Graves what? said it later. He was like, um, "I was like, well, my God, it's the biggest stakes we've ever had in the history of WWE. Can you imagine what that even means?" You're like, "Well, tell me what it is. Just tell me." <laughs> it was too big for just one fight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was climb the corporate ladder. It was that sort of thing. So, oh, there's your tagline for the night. That's it. The stakes couldn't be higher or some shit like that. Yeah. <gasps> so they're going to have a Money in the Bank style match with Otis, but the stakes are going to be hanging over the ring and the stakes Sir can't Lyme. be higher. Sir Lyme. I know what they're doing. I'm smart. S-M-R-T. S-M-R-T. How are you, Rian? He was interviewing oh, no. Alex McCarthy there, apparently. Ooh. Talk sport. Talk sport. Um, can we have an old rant about uh, Twitch and WWE? Because it's gone <laughs> too far. Oh, yeah. It's getting ridiculous at this point. Like, it's he's, a joke. It is. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, so the thing was, uh, the statement or the article Wrestling Inc. has learned that Vince McMahon sent, sent an email to talent this week reminding them that they have until this Friday, yesterday, 
or whatever day you're listening to, <laughs> the October 2nd, uh, to sever an, any unauthorized business relationships with third parties. It was noted the talent who failed to comply could be fined, suspended, or terminated. There's your way out, Chad Gable. Uh, as Wrestling Inc. first exclusively reported in September, McMahon issued an edict instructing talent that they can no longer engage with third parties. The cr- company later clarified this, stating that talent could maintain Twitch and YouTube accounts under their real names. However, they would still need to inform the company of those accounts. Uh, they've also learned the talent were told this week that the company will be taking control of their Twitch accounts in four weeks. WWE will own those accounts. However, talent will receive a percentage of the revenue, which counts against their downside guarantees. That was the worst part of it. Oh, you you could make a, a tiny argument to say, okay, because they're they're making their fame or their kind of their their popularity on Twitch is due to their performance and appearances within WWE. That WWE should have ownership of the accounts while they're employed with them, independent contractors. You could make that argument that you know WWE should be involved. And fair enough, if there's a percentage cut, you know, 50-50 is bullshit. It should be ninety ten or whatever way you want to split it. But the fact it works against their guaranteed downside from WWE contracts. That is the bollocks line of it all. That's got to be illegal. Well, I'd say a lot of this shit is illegal. Uh, if it was actually properly looked at, but that part has to be. There's no yeah. way that's legal. It's it's no. It, there's no comparison. You know, it's not like they're earning money wrestling for another company. Even then, if they were, that's still a completely different argument. You know, if they were earning money through virtual meeting greets through WWE, then that could be going against their downside guarantees because the revenue is earned through WWE. But this is completely independent of it all. But the branding, it's, it's protecting their corporate branding fits. That's what it's all about here. It's all about branding. That's it's definitely not about money. So for example, say Xavier Woods, perfect example. He's been out injured for what feels like a year now. He's been out for a long time. He's a big gamer. He streams probably every day. If he just if he gets injured again, say, God forbid he gets injured again and he's out for six months and he streams every day. That's them not having to pay him. Because mm-hmm. the Twitch money that he makes counts towards his guarantee. So say he makes, fucking, I don't know, say he makes, he obviously makes way more than this, but say he makes 100 grand a year. If he makes 100 grand in tips and subs and all that, anything under 100 grand, WDB don't have to pay him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madness. I meant to clip that, Rian put it in as well. He, he changed his Twitter name to Austin Creed officially now. And he's at the bit at the end. He goes, "I did this. I did this for no reason." Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what AJ is going you... to be the big one here? No, that's the key one. AJ Styles owns his own name. He's going to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, one hundred percent. What are we going to do? Land AJ Styles into fucking Tony Khan's lap? Not going to happen. Yeah. Well, if they make an exception for him, they have to make it for everyone. Exactly. It's a good lot of man. There must be a way around it because it's a good. Anyone that streams has basically mm-hmm. changed their name on Twitter, so there must be a way around it. Yeah, around like, like page. That. Like Paige has done hers. Even even Demo, Big Demo, has changed his name on Twitter. Like he's created a new account actually. That he's going to be tweeting about his Twitch stuff. So that's I, there, that must be a way around it because it's not associated with their character in that way if they're not tweeting about it from a WWE linked Twitter. Here's another interesting one. Have you heard of the sweets? which is Corbin, um, Tyler Breeze, and Sean Spears. So how did they tell Sean Spears that they own his account? He works for AEW. <laughs> like, lol. That's, what, the, what do you do with that one? 
<laughs> like do, do all the rest of it. Okay, you're you're free because we can't do that because he doesn't work here. All right. We all on your pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adam Cole and Cody Rhodes are streaming fucking Resident <laughs> Evil tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, you know. But that's one thing with me and Gordo. I don't know if you watched long myself and Gordo were watching Cole playing Resident Evil the other night. And this one person that he has on a stream donates subscriptions to other people. And this is just one night and maybe one hour that I saw. She donated over a hundred subscriptions to people in the chat which means that she was paid there like a five or a pop or something. So she paid for $500 worth of subs for other people that will come out of her account at the end of the month. That's insane levels of money to be making for people to be doing that mm-hmm. for other people. So yeah. Twitch must be fuck. They must have done an assessment on this and had people watching the wrestler streams around the clock, counting up all the money they made. They're like, wait a minute, <laughs> we're missing a trick here. Cause and that woman who keeps doing that, she needs an intervention because that's insanity. God knows. But I don't know. I think it's complete bullshit. I know how the, this can't be legal. And how, how are Twitch allowing it? So when they're getting some extra money, cut out the proceeds to go this way, otherwise they probably wouldn't bother agreeing to it, really, you'd imagine. Mm. So I assume there is an official WDB Twitch channel coming. <laughs> You wouldn't even mind that. Like, if even if WWE did a Twitch account, right, and did offer the subs to normal people and they had a rolling roster of stars appearing on it, that's fine. You know, if Austin Creed is doing his own Twitch channel stream, whatever, and then, you know, three hours a week he's on the WWE stream, that's fine. Yeah. As Xavier Woods, that's absolutely fine. That's what they should do. That's what a moral company would do. And they'd probably make a shitload of money out of it because it's the best of, it's the best of, I'd say both worlds, but it's many worlds, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll set Gordo off in the chat. He's typing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Untalk says they already have a Twitch channel, but it's not like majorly promoted though, to my knowledge anyway. It's not like you hear about, if they want you to know about something, you hear about it 50 times a minute. So, you know, it will be, I think it will be used soon because that's what they're doing clearly. Um, what was that thing they bought? Tout. Remember Tout? tout. We all knew about Tout. There you so go. Yeah, if, they, if they have something, they'll, they'll definitely promote it. Yeah, don't worry. Twitch. It's going to be everywhere. We're not afraid to dream big. Dream big. We're not afraid to bring the fight. I can't even speak. It's been such a long day. You know what it is. Read the and chat. Similar to Twitch, the cameo stuff. Apparently, mm. all the cameo stuff's going to be going through WWE. They have to read anyone that's on it needs to agree to a new contract that includes it as well. So similar to the Twitch stuff. Mm. Cameo, you could slightly make a an argument for stopping it because it can interfere, and I say it can very loosely interfere with virtual meet and greets. That you know, if you want yeah. to have an appearance or a message from your star, there is a, a revenue stream or an option to do that through WWE. So. You know, it's a tentative link between the two, but I can at least understand that to a point. They're struggling for money. Just struggling for money. Was it 500 million a year they're getting from TV deals? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're probably missing out on their, their uh, Saudi money at the moment, though, since they can't buy any gigs. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see how Big E handles all this uh, cameo stuff. Because if yeah. you ever listen to their podcast, he always plugs the fuck out of his cameo. And there was a there was a stage in the podcast where he's like, I'm not allowed to plug that anymore. And then he was <laughs> plugging again afterwards. So I'll just see what he I haven't listened to the last couple of ones, so I'll see what he's saying mm-hmm. now. 
Yeah, I feel bad for them. Like, I mean, they're wealthy men and women, so they're not hurting. I mean, it's not like if some of my revenue stream was cut out, I'm fucked. They'll be fine. But I just, it's the principle of the matter. Like, I can't go on stream and, like, they're going to have a lot of people that don't watch wrestling, that just watch a dude play Resident Evil or watch them playing Fall Guys on Twitch. And what they're not seeing here is the value of building up those guys' individual brands because they don't have any stars to the public eye at the moment. Here's a way to do that, but nope. You've got to cut their legs out from underneath them. Of course. Can't get over on your own. It makes no sense. I mean, it's completely counterproductive. I don't get it. You're just penny pinching just uh, for no reason. It's actually going to cost you money, really. But I don't know. Just test their metal. Chad Gable, if you see what happened to Chad Gable on SmackDown last night, he should set up a channel tonight and oh, just God. stream nonstop. What did they do to Nick's favorite wrestler? He had a, a very fresh matchup anyway, Fitz. Um, so picture Never this. seen before. Never seen before. King Corbin, okay. Nope. It <gasps> works. Seamus. Do you remember how they fought oh, yeah. for months? And he jobbed him out in about 20 seconds. Like he gave him the big, maybe one move and then the big boot, and that was it. Two big boots. Two, two broke kicks. Two of them, was it? There you go. Yep, yep. To be fair, that young up-and-comer Seamus does need a bit of clout behind him. Yeah, he's, he's just one title away from the Grand Slam, the grandest of slams. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. But yeah, your man Andrew Yang uh, tweeted then, uh, hearing from talent that WWE is forcing talent or performers to sign new contracts that include Twitch. Streaming on Twitch will become a work obligation, and if talent doesn't stream, they will forego earnings, be suspended, or face penalties. Doesn't sound like independent contractors, which is, yeah. Nothing that they do sounds like independent contractors. No. No. There's, at what point, I see a lot of people saying it, and I get it, and I, and I also go, well, wait. So where's the spine? Where's the backbone for some people here? To go, no, fuck you now. You're taking the piss. This is too far. You're literally taking money out of our pockets now. As I use the example, what if I'm injured and I just stream all day? I'm literally not getting paid because you're, you're just taking my Twitch money to pay me my wages that I should have been getting anyway. So, and then on the other side, it's like, well, you could, you could be one of the guys that's on millions. You're like, whatever, you know? I, I reckon if there's, if there's anything that is the straw that'll break the camel's back, I think this is probably it, hopefully. And I hope AJ is the one that kicks up over it because he has more clout than anyone else that's streaming at the moment. Yeah. Now, if Roman Reigns was streaming UFC or something on, on Twitch, I, something tells me Joe Anawaii would be fine. So I think AJ should probably get, probably get a similar kind of setup. But we'll see. Austin Creed, for example. Xavier Woods. Yeah, like, why wouldn't he be allowed to do it? He built an entire brand. His YouTube channel has millions of subscribers. Watch, don't they own that YouTube brand they now do. as well? They own yeah. it up there then. Yep. This He's probably made... Long Island story that pretty quick. Yep. Xavier Woods has probably created more fame for himself personally on his gaming slash YouTube series than in a wrestling ring. With a certain audience, probably, yeah. You know, it could even be a more profitable or a lucrative venue for him to even retire from wwe and go full-time gaming that's the whole point the whole point of it is that he has something once wwe ends because it's going to end at any point yeah that's the whole he's, he said it many times that's why he's doing all this is so that he has something else to fall back on oh absolutely it's not like he's a doctorate or anything like that yeah right, no, right? <laughs> it's, funny it's like i could use my doctorate or i could play fall guys and make money 
I mean, I know which one I'd rather do. And I definitely wouldn't be falling on my head and neck for a living anymore if I had an option out. But who knows? Yeah, Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, good Lord. I did see that. What the fuck? Botch slice bread number two. It was weird. I thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. Didn't rotate enough. And I think it wasn't even hard. Um, who was she against in that match again? I'm blank on names. Dakota uh, Kai. Dakota Kai. She came down, down bad as well. Yeah, just, just, just because because, because there wasn't the full rotation, she didn't come down the way they're supposed to either. Yeah. But yeah, Shotzi right on her head, like Jesus Christ. Very lucky. Oh, Gordo has given me a meme idea. I forgot about the Carnies and the Simpsons. That's perfect. PNG heads will slot nice and perfectly over those there. I can see Vince as the tall one and Triple H as the small one right there. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's that. Uh, it's fucking bullshit I don't even think it's legal I don't know how they're going to get away with this I'm pretty sure it's not it can't be like how how do you take something belong to somebody else? how do you like would GDP be to get Matt Riddle's, Riddle's lawyer yeah, <laughs> Matt. Get Matt Riddle's lawyer on this shit <laughs> <laughs> we'll hire him from Fiverr and we'll get him to print off his statements on sticker paper again it's fantastic um a different sticker for each signature, Robin. Would'll say, wouldn't say, you know. Perfect. I mean, it's made for this. Yeah, it is. Um, tell me tales of Wednesday night fits. Um, so well, I suppose the, the the most controversial thing happened for me on Dynamite in the opening match between Ricky Starks and Darby Allen, in which Taz made an outrageous claim, and he said that. And I'm sorry, Nikki, this is going to offend you greatly. He said that the apron is almost the hardest part of the ring. <sighs> clarify, he didn't follow up. I agree with him because the ring post is, but he didn't clarify further. He just said almost. I'm like, but what do you think the hardest is then? Because it still hasn't but been said. It's been clarified and explained decades upon decades that the apron is the hardest part of the ring. But now we're supposed to believe that it's only almost the hardest part of the ring. Mind blown emoji. My God. That bitch! I know. I say these things. But well, he's, he's obviously healing it up because he knows that the, the face thing to say would have been that the apron is the hardest part of the ring. Because he's such a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I was going to continue talking. He, he was going to explain. He was starting to talk his next sentence to say what was the hardest. And someone cut him off. And I wanted to see what he was going to say. I, I assume he was going to go ring post. But like, yeah. we need that clarification. We do. I mean, our notes are, are unfulfilled here now because of this. Yes. This is on Taz. What is life? How unprepared we are for this wrestling podcast this week with the bare, bare amount of wrestling we watched this week. This is on Taz. It really is. <laughs> the bitch. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was good to not have to watch all the... Well, I, I watched it all in the end. I didn't. Yeah. Now I'm, I feel good about it. I feel good about that decision. I wish I watched the Wednesday shows and not the fucking Smart Raw and SmackDown, but that's the way the cookie <laughs> crumbled. It's just yeah. the way the week worked out. So I am very happy that I didn't watch Monday and Friday. Yeah. Wednesday, I thought it was okay. I, I really enjoyed AEW this week. It started strong, ended a bit weakish with the, the Moxley and Butcher the match. The ending was all over the place because they that. Like there was the clear, obvious late cut in of um, the explanation of what was going to happen later, and then they still sounded confused when it happened later. Yeah, there was audio cut in bits and yeah. pieces from Excalibur. You could hear the different audio levels on it. Um, but I, I, that was the only weak thing really on the show that I found. Um, I loved 
uh, Eddie Kingston talking to Bryce Ramsberg and kind of questioning why he stopped the match last week and Bryce explaining that, you know, he needed to protect Eddie from himself. I love when they throw in little bits of kind of logic to storylines, you know, for people who are wondering why did the ref stop the match if, if he didn't tap out or kind of explaining the logic behind it. It was just kind of a nice nuance to it. Imagine uh, that logic. I know, right? Especially in AEW. Yeah. Um, Darby Allen, Ricky Starks was fucking shit hot. Yeah, the, I need to watch that. I, I could watch that for, for every, well, every, every single week. Match. Yeah. I, I know we said it before and we'll say it again, but Ricky Starks is the whole package. Yeah. He literally has everything. He like he, he he's he, he's like what I consider the rock, but better than the rock at that sort of level or that kind of um, progression in his career. You know, Whoa. he had when the rock burst on. Remember when Rocky Maivia came out? It was a Survivor Series, two thousand whatever 97. year. I can't remember. Six, seven, wasn't it? I don't okay. think it was that young, that far back. Oh, it would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Wait, Wait, can you, you want say that thing about Ricky Starks and The Rock one more time? <laughs> no. I just want to do this. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> now we've got our Twitter clip. So what I was saying is that <laughs> I think Ricky Starks is better in his progression right now than The Rock was at the same, at the same point in time. It's a statement. It is. Oh, boy. But, and, and the reason I say that is, like I said, The Rock came out with his little tassels and his blue and black little fucking <laughs> necktie bracelet and necklace thing that he had. And he got laughed out of the building. You know, it took him months to actually find his character. And that was his kind of debut on national TV. Now, granted, obviously, Ricky Starks was on NWA before. I'm not going to class that as national TV because it's a YouTube series right now. When it becomes TV, then I'll kind of put it on a par. But Ricky Starks' debut on national TV has been on AEW, and he has literally grabbed the brass ring. And yeah. he is running with it. Uh, not surprised that Darby took the win. It made sense for him to kind of have that run. Other matches then, FTRSU, was, was, I thought it was a classic tag, tag team match. And Steve, it was the only tag team match on the card. Oh, my God. I did read well, that when I was putting it in. One tag team match. I actually, I, I might catch up. I rarely, once I know what's happened, I'll rarely go back and watch it. But the show reads reads very well. It reads like a show I'm going to like. Mm, five single <laughs> matches. I, I actually remember I did watch one thing because I saw the words Chris Jericho and MJF had a promo backstage. I was like, oh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, glad you got to that. That was fantastic. Yeah. So uh, MJF walks into uh, the inner circle locker room with uh, the war dog, Wardlow. And he has a box, a present for Chris Jericho. So he, he, he doesn't give the present, but he decides to unwrap it himself and open it and take out jackets. And he's like, who's this? Oh, this is Jake Hager. Here you go. Ortiz, here you go. Santana, here you go. Oh, Chris, here. This, this is yours. And uh, Sammy, oh, oh, that, I, Wardlow, where, where's Sammy's jacket? Was it there when, when we were boxing this up? He's like, nope. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sammy. Jesus, I, I, it was a genuine mistake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then they had the, the promo off effectively. It was Chris Jericho. was like, I'm picking on something that you know, we left off before. It's like, do you, do you want to join the inner circle? And MJF was like, no, no, Chris. Do you want me to join the inner circle? And they had that tit for tat again. So I don't know where this is leading to, but it... it to me, it possibly a kind of a power struggle within Inner Circle with MJF possibly taking over, maybe, or replacing Sammy as part of the Inner Circle or something. But I like it. MJF and Chris Jericho can talk shit to each other all day, and I love it. Yeah, you can't go wrong here. I, I think it will be a case of MJF will start to get rid of people, and it'll just be him and 
and Chris or something. Like if we get a rerun of of Jericho and Kevin Owens with MJF, I mean, <laughs> fuck me. Just hook it to my veins. That's all we need. Festival yeah. of Friendship 2.0 is going to break you, Steve. Oh, no, we can't do that again, okay? We, what we do is we get to that point, but then we just keep it going forever and never stop. Yeah, we need you off the heroin after that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I, I don't know. I think that's, we talked about it at the time we made it the moment of the year. I, I think that's top three all-time raw. Now, there's a statement for you as yeah. well. You'd be hard-pressed to get uh, an argument from me on that. Yeah, so good. Uh, Orange Cassidy has what I think is a new finisher. I don't see, don't think I've seen him use it before, where he attempts to murder someone by dropping them on their head. Um, took their neck. It was fine. But yeah, it's <laughs> definitely new. He hasn't used it before. Cool. Thank God. I thought I'd missed that. Um, <laughs> Britt Baker came back. That was good. Uh, she looked very solid in the ring. Red Velvet's very good too. That was my first time seeing her. I know she had a match before on Dynamite, but a few on Dark, I think. She's yeah. That, that, she's now zero and eight. All right. She, to be fair, her talent deserves better than that record. Uh, you can tell straight away just that match alone the way she yeah, carried she, herself. Yeah, she, she was a lot better than most of the women they have. Yeah. Uh, Brit, she doesn't look like she missed much, to be fair. Um, she looks solid, and you know they're going to get that match with her and Britt Baker, or with her and um, Big Swole. So that'll be good. And But they had the match. Did you not remember the amazing match that they had that got moved to the main card because people played on the internet? I enjoyed it. I I didn't hate that. I, I I you have to take the context of what it is. You know, she wasn't fit, fully fit at that stage. She wasn't even medically cleared at that stage. But no, they'll have that proper technical bell to bell match, and the winner will go on to Hikarashida eventually. So I, I liked it. Um, and then the, the the main event, Moxie versus Butcher, was a bit weak. But that's because the Butcher can only do so much. Um, the country no probably should or anything to it. So they, yeah. they announced that there was going to be you know, a, a title match, the segment before the title match, as if it mm. was planned all along. And, oh, yeah, this is happening, sure, tonight, yeah. Just wasn't but, mentioned at all until right before it. I think it was. No, it was. There was a, definitely a graphic mm. earlier in the night which said that Eddie Kingston was choosing Maybe so. his, um, his opponent. And then Eddie Kingston came out and he kind of explained that because he didn't give up last week that Moxie said, you, you know, okay, we'll have another match and you can pick your, you can pick the match or you can pick the, the person in it. So there was again there was logic, but it looked like it was kind of a change from a pre-record show that they kind of had to tailor together. So that was a bit weak in that respect. But I really enjoyed AEW overall. NXT, particularly the start. I think the first half of it was very good. The first two matches were I really yeah. liked on AEW this week. It started really well. Yep. Uh, what about uh, Matt Jackson super kicking Tony Schiavone? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I saw a clip on that of twi- on Twitter. They're really, <laughs> they keep pretending that Nick Jackson is there, but he's not. Yeah. It's really funny because these were all taped together because this was a tape show as well, I believe. And they're back live next week. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. This was when they had the outbreak or whatever. So they were like, tape all the shows. So they probably had, what, two or three weeks off now. So hopefully people will be back by then, I think. Should be. Um, <laughs> and they've announced for next week that Jericho and Hager are going up against Japanese deathmatch legend Luther and his tag team partner uh, Serpentico. I think oh, that this is a uh, Jericho request, I assume, because it's the yeah. Jericho of 30th anniversary. Yeah. Exactly. Thing. Now, who said it? I think it was SRS said on his podcast that Luther has actually been shutting up a lot of people with his performances in the matches on Dark, that he actually has been performing They're quite undefeated well. as a tag team. It's Dark, though. I know, but still. <laughs> Pretty sure we'd be undefeated on Dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Red Velvet isn't. 
well, that's because there might be other reasons for that, but I won't say anything. Um, NXT, though, uh, weak. Ooh. I wouldn't say weak. It was grand. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Unless Gordo has seen the shows, it could be a tie. It won't be. AEW is better. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, No, I I don't know. For a go-home show, I thought it was exceptionally weak. If if this was... If this was a regular show, I, I have more expectation of a go-home show because that's supposed to sell you on the card. This didn't. Other than a good video package for Kyle O'Reilly, which I assume was um, a Sean Ryan production, there wasn't much on this show that caught my attention at all. Hmm. Adam I, Cole joined uh, Kushida's uh, brigade to take out all the nonsense. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, even that doesn't make sense. Why is Austin Theory a thing? He's lost every match he's been in since he came back to NXT. Why is he a threat to Undisputed Era? Why is Adam Cole taking him seriously? He said stuff. What? No. He's just defending the honor of Undisputed Era. Just tell him to fuck off and tell him to win a few matches and come back to him. Then he'll believe him. You know, it's, it, how are you supposed to accept that someone's a genuine threat or, you know, take their word as, as gospel when they've nothing to back it up with? WWE logic is hurting NXT badly. Yeah. I watched, um, essentially, I saw the Jericho and MGF backstage, seg- backstage segment, and I saw Kyle O'Reilly and Ballers sit down interview thingy with Shawn Michaels. Mm. I, en- I enjoyed it. It was, it was weird how they kept refer. They, they wouldn't speak sentences. It'd be like, it's like if me and you went to the pub and we had a pint and we started every sentence with our names. It was very strange. I couldn't get past it. If you watch it back, it, it, yeah. almost every sentence, Finn, Kyle, it was really funny. Um, but I don't yeah. know if it was meant to be like that, but it felt very scripted. Always hella scripted. Apart from the bits where Kyle O'Reilly kind of went off on his own, where he started talking about his ears and his fe- and his freckles or something. And then Balor had to cut him off because he was going off script <laughs> or something. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It wasn't, uh, wasn't anything great, but it's, it was, it's better than... A you people promo, I guess. I mean, at least it's something a little different. Yeah. That's yeah. my only thoughts on NXT this week. That's it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, was that even on time. NXT or was it? They, they show, I think they showed, is, actually, how long is the whole video? Let me have a look. Uh, they, they, what they showed on NXT was about five minutes or so. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Which is good, to be fair. Yeah, I, enjoy, I like. I really enjoy the video. A lot of their videos seem very samey, though. If you know what I mean, you know, growing up, I always had the dream to do this, and I fought really hard to get here. I've traveled around, I've paid my due. Everything feels the same in these promos. You know, you know the optics around them. You know, the music used, the settings portrayed, the the emotions emoted can be all different and be a bit more human. But <laughs> you should write a book. Like the, the settings used, the emotions emoted. I love it. <laughs> I can word. <laughs> I word good. <laughs> Me feel English? <laughs> Impossible. I can barely get two sentences. Oh, I didn't get one. I didn't plan that. I didn't even plan that. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not judging you. I can barely speak two sentences together. And then I fucked that up. So there you go. That tell you everything about me. Yeah. And, um, Takeover is hailing from or emanating from the PC on Sunday night. We're back. Are they going to have um, 
the the slaves and the fucking the the lads from the PC there like to sit there and cheer. They won't have actual yeah, fans. Yeah, they're, they're getting oh. around. They've asked people to bring f- friends and family uh, or suggest. Oh, that went well the last time. Yep. <laughs> Are the street profits in, going in Florida? You know, which is yeah. which is perfectly fine. Oh, good lord! What a terrible idea that's going to be. They just had an outbreak two weeks ago. I don't know. For. Yeah, yeah, that's going to end badly. No NXT for a while. <laughs> <laughs> or just taped matches that they happen to have in the can from ages ago somewhere that they never aired. And yeah, that'd be good. That'll do. Fine. <laughs> Tyler Black is here. Um, <laughs> supposedly they get they get to have masks or they have to have masks, got to have masks. Um so that's better. That's an improvement. And no one allowed under the age of sixteen. I wonder why. Just throwing it out there. Mm. A couple of nuns. Uh, nothing. Um, no. There's there's only one, two. No, on the card is only one. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's an acceptable limit, that's apparently, the, in WWE land. The risk has been halved, Nikki. The risk has been halved. <laughs> oh, man. No one under the age of 16. Uh, yeah, probably a good idea, to be fair. Especially at NXT UK shows. Oh, God, yeah. You wouldn't come near an NXT UK show, like. No, Jesus, no. They might come nowhere near an NXT UK show. <laughs> God, oh God! Six hundred and thirteen new cases in Ireland today. Yep, it's back, lads. It's doubling. The North, week. the North was shocking yesterday. Was it? Nine hundred yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Close oh. the border. Close up the border. And the plus side, like Galway, Galway only is nineteen, so you're not too bad. Well, we have to wait for the the results of fucking Spanish Archgate last Monday. Did we yeah, talk about true. that yet? I, oh, we didn't. I'm sure, it was Monday. That was, oh, yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so how do you describe this to American listeners or UK listeners that have no... There's a place in town in Galway where people tend to go on a sunny day and they'll have a few beers. It was a rainy Monday night. <laughs> I don't know if it was rainy, but it was a dark, miserable, wintry... It wasn't wind. rain. It was actually okay evening. Was it? Yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, it's an October, late September, October evening. Not exactly the place to go... Not at, at what, 10, 11 o'clock at night? You know, you wouldn't really be doing that with cans, you know, unless you're out at the piss. But uh, apparently all the pubs were packed because uh, the students are back in Galway. It's it's uh, Freshers Week. So this there is the go. first week of college. So it, traditionally it's when all the students go out and get fucking mangled. Yeah, Rian. You fucking bollocks. Yeah. And uh, they, the reports were close to a thousand college students down there. And obviously no masks, no social distancing. The cops moved them on. They just went literally across the water and they stood in the, what do they call it? The basin is what they call it, I think, over down there. I'd never heard of that until I read the article this week, but there you go. And yeah, there was outrage, not only in Galway, but across the country. Mm. Times. And I, oh, I'll tell the story. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I don't know them. Um, there was a story about a house in Galway similar night probably late last week or something there was 40 students in the house one person showed up who wasn't feeling well turns out they had COVID and of the 40 people there 38 of them got COVID and were positive tests in Galway from one house party send the students home go back to your mothers isolate dickheads don't have us like me and Kira are going away on fucking Friday. And if we're in lockdown, she, she, my life won't be worth living. She's going to kill me. She's blamed me for this. 
Denzel oh, Ryan's fault. Too. <laughs> yeah. Fucking well, stupid. There was a, I don't know, was it on RT or on the news, but there was, they tracked 30 cases mm. from a couple going on a weekend away. So yeah. a couple had it without knowing, went to whatever weekend break they went to, checked into a hotel, went to a restaurant, went for a walk, went to a pub, went for a restaurant. Normal enough stuff that you would do if you're all healthy and well. But that led to over 30 cases being generated from just them going away. That's just yeah. how easy it can happen. Oh, yeah. They went to a house party and stayed in the house or something, wasn't it? Uh, no, I don't think that was these people. These were kind of normal folk. Um, no, I think there was something to do with a party. I'm almost sure. They came back from the weekend away and then went to a party or something like that. <clears throat> something mad. Anyway, yeah, but it was just crazy how quick that thing can happen. Yeah. yeah. Colleges were encouraging students to get accommodation up until the Friday before that. And then they get there and they're told, oh, there's no classes. You do it all online. Yeah. All online. Do you know what I would say, right? And this is, it's a bit harsh to criticize because it's an ever evolving situation, but credit to our alma mater down in Waterford, WIT. They made a decision very early on to say that first, that this year's upcoming academic year was going to be all online for all students. They were the only college that I know of that did that. A lot of colleges waited, waited, waited. And even, like you said, the week up to the week before freshers, they were under the assumption that people would be on campus, which is ridiculous for no other reason that you're actually dragging people around the country unnecessarily. And secondly, if you're going to be a student, you're going to have all the means to be online. Yeah. You don't physically need to be there. You know, it's up to the colleges, it's up to workplaces to make sure that people can work remotely, can educate remotely. It's not a fucking, we're not living in 1970 anymore, lads. It's, you know, use the tools that are available to you wisely, but there seems to be a reluctance to do that for some strange mad reason. The advancements are here. Fucking use them. Yep. Oh, I get it. They're, they're 18 and they're living away from their mother from the, for, for the first time. They're going to go bananas. Oh, oh yeah, but stupid shit, but do you know what we need to do, Steve? <laughs> Clearly what's happening here, and you know, I don't know if this has been reported anywhere because I think I just came up with this right now. Oh my God, have you got an idea to... to I to do. Like the, the, the problem is the youth today, the message just isn't getting through to them. You know, they, they're not people who watch the news or who go online and check out genuine reporting sites like the Irish Times or RT. What we need to do is two things, really, I suppose. We need to get our government to employ social influencers to do targeted campaigns on the likes of tickety talk and whatnot and get the message out on the platforms that the young people are using these days. And face secondly, and the tweet box. The face, box, the, yeah. the, the Insta Google tweet book. Yes. Ah, I know that one. My young, my young fella's on that one. I love it. Yeah, good, good. And do you know what would really work? And this is just a mad idea right now. So, you know, call me crazy, but I think if they did like, um, what would you call it? Maybe a public concert to raise awareness of COVID. I think that would really get the message out there. Oh my God. COVID is solved. The pandemic is over. We'll have a big concert for awareness. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. It's like, you know, people just don't know about it. That's the thing. Hmm. Like, did you know there was a pandemic? I only knew, I only know it because I'm old and I see the news. But mm. I mean, if you're 18, you've been swallowing around since March, having no idea what was going on in the world. No. Like you're just like, I don't know why I didn't have to do the leaving cert. Just this has worked <laughs> out great this year. Cheer for Antox saying uh, COVID stock 2020 in this chat. This was a legit idea posed by some fucking influencer clown in Ireland. 
But he went, they were like, maybe we have to come up with a new way to speak to the youth, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, maybe an awareness concert. The tweet was up for half an hour and he had to get rid of it because he was getting absolutely assaulted from every angle. Good times. <laughs> times. But then we, we were bullying the poor chap for coming up with ideas to help solve a problem. Yeah. So we were the actual, you know, the problem in this, not him being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not self-serving in any way. No, no, it wasn't him pitching to actually organize a gig. No, definitely <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> He's like, we should have an awareness concert. Now, who should organize and profit from this awareness concert? Yeah, douchebag. Coincidentally, I organize concerts. I have a production company that may be able to assist with this. Oh, what are the chances? Mm. Oh, man. Oh, baby. That's perfect. That's about as subtle as a brick in the face. <laughs> Fucking tool bags. God, I hate people. I really yeah. hate people. Yeah, that's that's what you need to do now. <laughs> it's the best part. He didn't even think it through. It's like, what we need to do is gather a lot of young people who don't give a shit and just want to get drunk and fuck everything. They, they'll be the ones that'll obey the rules and they'll listen to the Coronas. I didn't even mean that as a pun. I was thinking of some shit Irish band. But boom. What? Oh, Fitz, don't tell me that. <laughs> You're right there, hon. Fuck's sake. For the great audio uh, version of this, it's a football thing. It was a stupid idea from bad training. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most Ed Woodward <laughs> that has ever been Ed Woodward. Oh, my God. Did you what? not have him already? No. Do you, want, do you want to explain what's happening to the people who are listening on an audio podcast? <laughs> They can deal with it, Nick. Okay, I'm, I'm grieving here. Uh, Manchester United have agreed to sign Edison Cavani on a two-year deal, according to ESPN. So a striker at the end of his career on mega money. So basically, the plan here is not to throw the extra 10 million that Borussia Dortmund want for Jadon Sancho. What we'll do instead is give it to fucking Edison Cavani, because apparently it's a 10 million fee. You clowns. Plus by probably half a million a week. Easily, because it'll be his last contract. And he's probably he's out of contract as well, isn't he? Is he going on a free? So you have to pay that premium as well. Fucking yeah, clowns. Yeah, because yeah, he's with PSG, so you know they were paying him a lot. Oh. As, um, as Rian said in the chat, Radamel Falcao 2.0. That's who I was thinking of. These two players are the same person in my mind. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, look, I hope he's good. I remember when they brought Zlatan in, I was like, ooh, man, that mightn't be great. And he ah. was fucking unbelievable. Don't ever diss Latin. No, I wouldn't. It was just we were thinking, eh, ooh, I don't know about this. But like, I mean, the only striker we have at the club is Odin Igalo, and he's on loan from a club in China. So, I mean, I get that they want a striker. China. Yeah. Good Lord. That's great news. Ah. A follow-up on the COVID. Uh, eight of the 10 deaths reported today actually occurred before September. So oh. there were just... Um, updates or people who had died that also had tested positive for COVID. So that's somewhat reassuring that at least it wasn't 10 new people that had died. I guess. That's, that's, that sounds weirdly morbid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's COVID. move on. We're in a ratings war, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> what? Obnoxiously long. It's perfect. 
uh, okay then the ratings as of September 30th was another win for AEW uh, for 866,000 versus NXT's 732 Um, so that makes it 42 wins for AEW 11 for NXT on the true ratings war the numbers um, our score then currently we're at 27 AEW NXT 25 but I think we spoiled that one already uh, to say that AEW is the better show, so I'll just adjust my document here so I don't forget, and the whole thing gets fucked if I don't remember. So it's currently 28-25 AEW. AEW. That's actually a fairly good number combined for the two shows. What is that? 1.7 mil? No, it's 1.6 mil. Yeah, 1.598. Was it higher than Raw? I don't even know what Raw got. They're getting closer and closer. Yeah. There was one week where they did outdo them, but it just that they were on separate nights. <laughs> it was typical. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't use that. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Wait, that Robert Roode team. is back? Yeah. See, there was. I need a championship match. What the fuck happened on Raw? Yeah. So there was an open challenge at the start of the show where it was like, I'm the main event tonight. Who? Uh, somebody step up. Yeah, um, anyone that hasn't faced me before. Yeah. So Ziggler came out and we're like, did it already happen? Because he obviously faced him for the NXT title. Yeah, won. exactly. Yeah, that, that was a little loophole they had to throw in. Um, yeah, Robert Roode came back. Fitz, he's back now. But he didn't lose his theme music, his Seafoss theme music. His, you know, his entire gimmick. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tell me, what happened with Randy Orton, you know, going into a room, turning off the lights and, you know... <laughs> he, he got welding goggles somebody found out that they're from amazon they found the actual product they're official like whatever fucking welding goggles and he was dressed up almost like a retribution member as a janitor and um he went into a room where the lads all the legends it was christian rick flair big show and Shawn michaels playing cards all night for like two and a half hours and the end of the show uh, randy shows up takes off the mask or the hood or whatever it was, puts on his night vision goggles, <laughs> turns the lights off, and then you hear four chair shots and nobody screamed, nobody panicked. It was only the noise of the chair shots oh, and all the boys no. were laid out. <laughs> and it was glorious fits. It's even better than it sounds. It was so bad. I loved it. But why? <laughs> they ended this perfectly a clash. Yeah, they're fighting again at the next pay-per-view. Say they'll have a Hell in a Cell match because they yeah. the Roman Reigns and Jey Uso match they haven't actually said it's a Hell in a Cell match they just said it's at Hell in a Cell and right. it has some sort of big stipulation that they haven't announced yet. It's a stakes on a ladder match. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I think this time Orton wins it. They're probably just pushing it back as far into the air as they can so that they'll have Edge back for Mania. It'll be Orton and Edge at Mania for the title, I'd imagine. But why? that's my theory. But yeah, I'd, not I don't know what else do you do with Randy Orton. Put him out to pasture. <laughs> yeah. Fucking draft him to SmackDown. No, actually don't know because SmackDown's getting Next better. Week. Yeah. yeah, SmackDown's actually been good the last few weeks. Yeah, the Alexa Bliss thing was quite fun this week. Very cheesy. Mm. But I, like, I was oh, incredibly it. cheesy. But I like that, yeah. What happened there? So uh, there was, Kevin Owens came over to SmackDown on the, uh, whatever they're calling it, the super brand to brand invitational, despite the fact there's a draft next week. Uh, did, a Kev- <laughs> did a Kevin Owens show with uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, Asked her what the fuck the crack was, basically. And she was basically saying, you know, when he touches you, you get a feeling. Um, okay. And uh, then she, yeah, and she's like, yeah, all you have to do is really just let him in. 
and then spooky lights, blah blah blah. Bray Wyatt appears in the ring, gives the, the old mandible claw to to Owens, and then just takes Alexa Bliss's hand, and she just kind of smiles into the camera. And now they've announced a match for the two uh, Bray versus Owens next week on SmackDown. Yeah, they announced great shit. Sasha and Bailey is next week on SmackDown. Yep, for the what? title. It's it's uh, they could be drafting one of them. It's the draft next week. Yeah. Well, that match isn't happening. Match. There was three, but there was another big match. There was Sasha Bailey. There was Owens and and uh, Fiend. I thought there was one other one, but they're loading up next Uh, week. Basically, there's a Biggie and Sheamus. Okay. Oh, street fight. Street fight. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Or Or false false cut anywhere. False cut anywhere. Yeah. I know where I'm skipping the boat here, but my lock of the week is that Sasha and Bailey does not happen next week on SmackDown. I don't know. They did. They, they have not ended in DQ or something like it's gonna. It's yeah, not gonna have yeah. a definitive finish. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. The first time they should touch loves, you know, metaphorically speaking, should be at a, the blow off pay per view and should really be at WrestleMania. I think but they're gonna get this to hell in a cell. I think they're yeah. gonna have a DQ finish in a, in a cell. Yeah. Dick assassin. Yeah, that's where we're going. Um, what else happened on Raw? Akira Tozawa is not dead. So that's good. Drew Gulak showed up, Fitz. And it's not, it's not explained why if it is a brand-to-brand invitation. Brand-to-brand invitation, oh. He's left four times, remember? There you go. So he showed up. And uh, yeah, that, that happened. Uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke were a tag team. And somebody nearly died, if I remember correctly. Lana? Batista? Nearly, Lana nearly did something. Lana landed really badly or something. I can't remember. I don't care. And, um, oh, there was a hot match, Fitz. Oh, so it's her business. Okay. Nice fresh matchup. Oh, Paula oh, Cruz. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Paula Cruz and Ricochet, and, and Ali was in it as well. So that was the chain. Yeah. So, so, um, Ali. so <laughs> someone must have COVID. So they subbed somebody in. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. Ali got the win. So he sounds oh, like yeah. they're, they're trying to plug him a bit, which would be nice. Yep. Keith Lee and Andrade. Andrade cut a promo about how he doesn't need Garza anymore because he's injured. Doesn't need Zelina, all that stuff. And Keith Lee got a win, so that's good. But Andrade's new start in the singles career starts off with a loss. Though they hate that guy. I don't know what he did. <laughs> they really hate that guy. And uh, yeah. Great stuff altogether. That was wrong. Mm-hmm. Another solid. There was, a, there was a women's title match. Asuka beat Vega again. Oh yeah, rematch. Murphy, the the, the Aliyah Mysterio stuff was amazing. What happened there again? I don't remember that. The phone. Fo- Screenshot oh, yeah. of the text. The hacking. Yeah. This... No hacking. He just took his phone because he yeah. wandered off to go get dressed. Buddy Murphy slid into Aaliyah's DMs and oh, there was this thing where Alexa Bliss defended the storyline on Twitter and thought it was funny and people attacked her for it. It's like, it's, it's, it's a TV show. Relax. I think, you know, during the speaking out stuff, the people are a bit, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Predictions. Where is my... Where's my... I don't what know. Else Did we cover that? That's happening on SmackDown. Yeah, I'll, I'll copy him in there. While you're oh, no, you go. oh, yeah, cheers. Uh, Sami Zayn, yeah, we mentioned Jeff Hardy with the, the turnbuckle spot. It's kind of a good match. Uh, Sami Zayn looks hilarious. He's, they got to shave that guy. Got to shear him down. He's out of control. 
And yeah, Seamus and Shorty G. Oldest defeated John Morrison fits in a, in a true classic. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no interest in main roster right now. Matt Riddle was teaming with the Lucha House Party against uh, Corbin, Cesaro, and Knack. Uh, and yeah, it ended with at the end, they were the win, but um, Lucha House Party, you know, falling out again, Kalisto stuff, all the usual days, they don't last well. The Lucha powers are exploding, fits basically. Yeah. Uh, so you're all caught up. <laughs> I am so glad I went to bed on time last night. I like this. Smackdown was decent, though. I, I think that the good stuff outweighed the, the average stuff. So Yeah. That was decent, yeah. It was a good show. Oh, uh, Carmella has been officially revealed as being Carmella, which was obvious. Was oh, shocking. I heard that she had a bit of a bitch and moan on Twitter today, actually. Is it because she looked like Madonna? Uh, let me just bring it up here. Do, do, do. Been off TV and out of the public eye for over five months. I come back for one night and the amount of negative comments I see just based on my looks alone is disgusting. I forgot what a toxic place social media can truly be. Thank God I know what a hot bitch I am. <sighs> Does she not realize her whole gimmick is that she's a pretty girl? Yeah, it's expensive, like. Just saying. Anyway, lips, that's all I'm asking. Totally on the lips a bit. Yeah. Like, not as much fillers. It's all, it's, yeah. yeah. It's fine. You look like a blow-up doll. Not Same. the good ones. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, NXT TakeOver 31 predictions. We have uh, Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott for the Cruiserweight Championship. Escobar. That will be great. I'm looking forward to that greatly. Yeah. And I hope And I hope that uh, I'm going for Swerve in this one. I think it's God. fine. Damn. Me and Nick agreeing from the bat. This is dangerous. You're going for Swerve. Yep. Yeah. It makes it, it should. It should. It should be Swerve. But what if Mendoza gets involved and he costs him the title? I don't know. I, I think I actually will go for uh, Escobar, though. I think they'll keep it on him for now. Even though I do think they need to change it. The main with, reason with NXT UK coming back and, you know, they're starting to kind of get things back up they're probably going to end up bringing people back over and whatnot if they can you could have the the i'm going to say the word the devlin thing coming back in mm. and i'd much i think devlin swerve is a better storyline than devlin escobar spoiler yeah. alert for the rest of my predictions one of the main reasons they're going for swerve here is i think it's the only title change that they're going to do Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat, actually, yeah. God damn it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not actually. I'm not in the same boat. Sorry, yeah, we keep going. Oh, okay. Uh, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Regular old singles match. Yeah. yeah. If they don't do Kushida, they're fucking insane. Yeah. They have so, him on this great oh, run after he's re after returning, where he's destroying everyone left, right, and center. And all the controversy uh, with Dream, if you put Dream over in this, just, just don't. For the love of God, don't. In convey, hmm. doesn't Velveteen Dream need a win? Forgetting the outside sources at the moment, will they do it? Kashida hmm. also needs a win, though. He's never had yes. this is his first pay per view, this is his first yep. takeover match, but they've never done anything with him, so I think they'd be more worried about Dream's win loss. 
stuff but green needs to go away for a while more sure does <laughs> which means he's going up to the main roster yeah oh there you go you could have dream dream good debut the on draft the draft. Yeah. the draft is this week there you go touch a teen dream as they say ho 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 um i'll leave that match for last because it's next yeah, it's oh, we'll the order they had him on wikipedia i'll go with kushida because of the draft actually that's my i'm kushida too yeah Fitz? I don't care about this match mainly because of uh, his opponent but I want Kushida to win because of that cool cool uh, next up Damien Priest versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title They're not taking the title off Priest that quick no I don't think I think Priest is keeping this one yep and Fitz yeah I'm going to go Priest as well he should win I would be very disappointed if they give it to Gargano. Bleeding priests. And Io Shirai, Candice LeRae for the women's title. Now here's here's my yeah. here's my other thing that might change. I reckon Candice has taken this and then Johnny gets annoyed because Candice has a title and he doesn't, and they work that story in. I I might go I might go with that. I think Candice might win it as well. Think, by by underhanded means, I reckon Johnny might get involved. To help Candice win, but I, yeah, I reckon she'll come out with the title. I think Io Shirai could go up. So I'm gonna go Candice. Slot into the Kyrie Zane spot. Pretty much, you know what they're like. Yeah. Or it's a good opponent for Asuka because there's nobody on her level. They need more women on the main roster. And yeah. they've got a million of them in NXT. They can definitely bring up a few more. I mean, they just brought up Maya Yim and Mercedes Martinez, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like the, the women's NXT roster is stacked. You, you can definitely afford to lose the Yoshori as well. Uh, it's actually interesting. I was, I was, what, it only dawned on me literally in the last 20 seconds is that why are they doing this takeover now? It feels rushed. And it's very coincidental that it just happens to be the week before the draft. So... They, they could actually kind of tie up a few loose ends for people and get them out. So it's possible that both Johnny and Candice are going up. Just protect Johnny Gargano and leave him there. I, it'll break my heart to see what Vince is going to do to him. He's too good. He's too good to go onto the main roster. It's a mad thing to say, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with your right to retain anyway. I don't think uh, the story warrants a title change. Cool, cool. Main event. Kyle O'Reilly, what chance does he stand against Balor for the title? It's I don't know. Great match. I'm, I'm not Scott Steiner. Um, but I don't see them flipping the title here. I think Balor has to keep it for a while. Mm. And uh, even though it would be a good story with Kyle O'Reilly getting it and then the power struggle inside UE, I just I don't see them dropping it from Finn at the moment. Like, you could do a thing where Cole accidentally costs Kyle or something. And you could do the same story yeah. like that. I don't like that they're teasing that, though. I like the fact that Undisputed Era are this kind of weird family faction that they're just happy for whoever's involved in the title pictures. I like that. It's Not everything has to be so convoluted and dirty. It's New Day-esque. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. (laughs) Thanks, Kira. (laughs) That bitch. Kira Sintra came in trying to not make noise and she picks up a paper pennies bag and makes loads of noise with it. I'm only joking with you. <laughs> I'm taking Steve the sleeping on the couch tonight. I don't know what you said to me, but it's fine. Hold on. What you said to me? 
Oh, well, I don't care. Anyway, yeah. I'm also sitting in the dark. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, balls. Uh, balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, a batter, obviously, here. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. Touch. Touch, please. Touch. I just pressed a random button. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I'm also, that is accurate. I'm really looking forward to this match. Yeah, it's going to be class. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Best match, worst match, then. Ooh, I'm going to go best match. I think ladder match from Clash. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, from Good and Clash, definitely ladder match. I, I haven't watched it. Yeah, again, I'm not going to include any New Japan in this. We'll cover this late, that later when it's closer to things. So, um, yeah, I'd say ladder match from Clash should be it. If we're going just regular shows, probably Darby Allen, Ricky Starks on AW. Mm-hmm. I'll throw Jay and Roman in there as well. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but also probably good. ladder match. For best story, I'd go that one, definitely. Yeah. Um, but just the action, I think I'd give it to the latter match. Worst mm. match, uh, Seamus Chad That's for me. That's for me anyway, Seamus and Chad Gable. Yeah. Cameron Grimes, Jay Pistachio. Uh, I didn't see us, thankfully. Jo- Joey Pistachio. Joey, sorry, yes, yes, you're right. What was the squash match? Yeah, it was a sweat. But yeah, basically Cameron was like, I'm going to do my own um, gauntlet this week. And Stepping he's like, stone, uh, something, something challenge. Opportunity or something like that. Yeah. So it was like a jobber came out. He just beat him with the big, with the stomp straight away. Then another jobber was on his way at Rich Holland, beat him up and it took the place. And yeah, Rich Holland attacked Cameron Graves. Wow. What a day. Yeah. Uh, best segment. I'll go Jericho MJF anyway for me. Um, that or Randy Orton hmm. night vision goggles welding goggles thing because it was so <laughs> funny <laughs> I might go I I might go Roman and Jay from the opening of Smackdown oh fuck yeah that was good hmm stakes in that I'll stay with Jericho I am Jeff for me definitely yeah I go with that too cool worst segment good lord where do you start Mm. Randy Orton's thing could have been the best and the worst this week like, <laughs> I think the sit down with Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor Ooh. oh I, like it, it wasn't a, it's not a, Nick's worst. dead robot Nick yeah. no, sorry. I was like, I, it wasn't amazing but I wouldn't give it worst yeah, bear on money. I've I've seen the two Wednesday shows yeah. so of those two I was most disappointed by that because I expected more so again, I, I wouldn't say it was probably the worst thing in the world, but I just would have expected better. True, true. I'm going to go anything involving that fucking Mysterio storyline. I'm sure there were some segments about <laughs> yeah. that. It's just a terrible story then. <laughs> it really is. Or it's brilliant, and we don't know yet. As in, because it could get worse. Um, but yeah. Where's Gordo? We need him for plugs. Too busy. Turn on. We'll see how it comes out. Try turn it on just for a second. See oh, how, how you say. I actually recorded him from last week. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make sense when you listen back to it, Cardo. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you're listening back to this, you'll know where to get us: iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all your favorite podcasts app. Anywhere that stuff is, wherever you are now, is where you'll get it again next week. And um, we tweet out the link every week, the Discord channel. So if you want to join in for the live, 
recording, you can join us on the Discord channel. Come in and have the fun with us. It's good times. Um, Stitcher. We seem to get more and more listeners every week on Stitcher. So if you are there, or if you have a Stitcher account, throw an old five-star rating. Same with the iTunes one. Um, giving out three times XP this week for Apple ratings. Only for five-star ones. But, it, you know, so help us out there. But, yeah, no, um, I meant to tweet it out. I see loads of people doing that recently. Hey, if you listen to this, give us a five-star rating. So if you do have an Apple account, go on and just give us a rating for the laugh. We're also on the Wrestling Soup Network uh, with a pile of other shows. Um, obviously, The Soup as well, so check those guys out. Um, I've listened to half of this week's Break the Apocalypse podcast, and it has me intrigued already. I had to start the show here, so I <laughs> couldn't finish it. But uh, check out uh, John, uh, B-Show, Brian, and Shaheen on that. And then Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. That's, uh, he's, he's all right. He's going to get paid in a few days because of my hard graft. So that's good. Uh, use code AWP for 10% off your entire order. Only shipping to the US right now. And the usual line after COVID, Europe. Then the world. And uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at 2Bit Wrestling. DMs are open for the Discord. 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 Oh my God. Discord code link. Oh, fuck's sake. I can't talk. Take uh, three. Uh, other plug, uh, we're going to start putting clips from the show back up on our YouTube channel, which is 2-Bit Sports. We don't have an exact link, so just search 2-Bit Sports. Change it. Change it to fucking... I'll wrestling. probably change it to, uh, yeah. to, to a Legend Wrestling Podcast, actually, which is a Legend Wrestling Podcast once I make the air changes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everybody subscribe so we can get that unique URL. Yes. And um, I, depending on how tired I am, I have been awake for 12 straight hours an hour and that's not like me at all normally i have to have a couple of naps in there <laughs> but um i might i'd hate to have to do it to people to go and play resident evil 2 from start to finish because i watched cole playing it i was like god damn it man you're doing this all wrong let me show you how it's done so i want to go play that again i want to get one more game in there's only a month left until the new console comes in so I want to get one i want to give resident evil 2 a nice swan song until i play it again on the x and the fancier graphics but still. So I might do that tonight. I don't know. We'll see how, how we are for time. So what, what, what are we on Twitch again? Alleged Wrestling Podcast on Twitch. And uh, yeah. And I'd hate now if someone were to twist my arm and make me do that, but we'll see. <laughs> you know I hate yeah. Resident Evil games, playing them start to finish in one sitting like that. Oh yeah, it's not your thing at all. Like. Not at all. Uh, I might even play it as well without using the Infinite Rocket Launcher. You know, maybe I'll play it normally, but that's no fun. The fun is breaking that game because the game just does not work when you've got infinite ammo and it's beautiful. The chaos is something else, but two is the better game. But I, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, I deliverance was actually in the chat when I was doing it. I tried to finish resident evil two or three in an hour and it wasn't looking good. And then I managed to look into some speed running tactics on the way and I, I made it an hour and two minutes. And to, you could hear the disgust in my voice. I'm sure Deliverance will back me up on that. When I realized I was so close, but there's nothing I can do to make it in under an hour, it was devastating. But yeah, that's on Twitch if you want to hear me scream and, and annoyance at the 55-minute mark. But yeah. And there you go. Deliverance said he'll give you a five-star rating if you do it tonight. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'll negotiate. I'll negotiate with the boss. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. I think she's still there, but I heard the door close. I'm not sure. 
I'll find out in a minute. Yeah, I might do that tonight. Uh, I'll I'll put the see. I don't want to let me know, lads, in the chat now. Is the at everyone annoying? Because I try to do it as least as possible. Because I hate notifications myself. So um, let me know if the at everyone starts to annoy you, and I'll stop using them. But um, nope, getting nope. So that's okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna spam at everyone. Hey, had some toast. LOL. Every ten minutes. <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, yeah, but that's the show. Unless we've anything else. Nice and early, boys. Nice and early. Yay. Yeah, it's well, it's good for me. Yay. It's a long work day on a Saturday if I'm working Saturdays. Up at seven, then do this. It's a long day. This hasn't been my week for this week because I had interviews with Singapore all week. Oh. So I had to get up at 7 a.m. to do interviews and then had the week from hell and work. It's been a fun week. Funny, there was some free agency potentially coming up that may be able to help, you know? <laughs> I told I promised Nick until the 7th of October and I, I made know. no promises after that. We're we're hiring in Singapore and Vancouver at the moment, not Galway, unfortunately. You'll move. I mean I'll, I'll move. It's fine. Unless you want to do all night shifts. I you mean, would to be fair. You know. Don't think you would let him. Eh, be granted. See how that situation is. It's been a year. I think I might have smoothed that over by now. <laughs> She's listening. She probably is. No, she can't. Now I can see who's listening, so it's all good. Um, yeah, I'll see what happens later on. Maybe I'll do it, or maybe I'll just do a stupid, shitty game. I'm, I'm in the mood to do uh, a stream later on, so I'll see how it goes. I'll just do a bit of Fall Guys if we need to. We could. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, do you have OBS that could stream it? Because my PC I... will not allow it. Well, it'll work. install it. <laughs> it'll work, but it won't be good. Yeah, or yeah, if we don't do Twitch, we'll be on Discord playing Fall Guys later. And we, we do what we did the last day. We can just have the open the chat open. You'll be everyone can talk then, just the voice channel will be open. So good times. Fitz, you might even come in and have fun. Not likely. Why? Isn't that like a fifth thing? No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh Lord. But uh yeah, I don't have any music queued up because I'm editing them in afterwards, and it's one less track for me to download. So yeah, that's the end of the show. That's it there now, it's over. Boom, music. Say goodbye, boys. Say goodnight, boys. Night all. Word. Good night. Oh.